Welcome to the Inspired Purpose Podcast. We rise by lifting others. Lisa Pizit. Lisa is a two-time number one Amazon best-selling author, international best-selling author, Thrive Global contributing author, blogger, and content and business strategist. She is the host of her own podcast, The Lisa Pizik Show. Lisa is a wife and a mom to a beautiful son, Oliver. We are so excited to have Lisa on with us today, but first we have some catching up to do. So we do. Yes. When this episode airs, I will have competed. So congratulations, Amy. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That was good. That was good. Amy. When is this probably going to air? This will be so this ninth. Monday the ninth, is it? Yeah. 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 So, so March the ninth. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. That's wonderful. Yeah. I'm yep. so excited for you. Yeah. Really okay. yeah. I know you're going to crush it, girl. You're going to be amazing. Yeah, I am. And I hopefully by that date, I will be a grandmom again. Oh, yeah. Because my son's baby is due any day now. Super duper exciting. Little boy, he's going to be named River, and I literally can't wait to get my hands on him. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I love the different names. Yeah. That was huge with me. Like, just doing my kids, just a little off the beaten path. It's yeah. just a... Love it. And you know, my son is very, um, he's into fishing and he's into nature and they're into organic eating and being vegan and yoga and all those kind of things. So when they said his name was going to be River, I was like, mm-hmm. that, that fits perfectly, yeah. perfectly. So that's super exciting. Love it. So you guys know me, I've got like a million things going and it's just still in the process. Um, but by the time this probably airs, my website will be live because my final call is on Friday. Awesome. And um, the programs and everything will will follow. That's exciting. Yeah. I know it's like my babies are oh, finally here. Oh, three of us are birthing. Yes. 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 I get to watch a grandbaby come into the world, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, Amy gets to move through all these things you've been preparing for all yes. this time. Yeah. And Tara, too, has just been so fun watching you figure out your brand and what you want to offer out into the world. So, so much growth, yes. so much growth within myself, and it's it's exciting. Yeah. All right, so we're really excited to have Lisa on today. So Thank welcome, you. welcome. So I met Lisa. We co-authored a book together, um, and then our publisher, Kate Butler, she had a retreat at her house. And it's funny when you're kind of like you're attracted to someone's energy. And I just it was funny because I generally don't mingle as much as you would think I do. And I it was lunchtime, and I was like go chat with Lisa. So we sat down and it was fun because we instantly were like, yes and yes. And you know, so you are so many things, um, things I didn't know by reading your bio, like you, you, you're a nurse. That's how you started. And now you do all these awesome things. So welcome, welcome. Um, let's start with just a little bit of a background of kind of how you, you know, you started out in nursing and now you're, you're crushing it in the marketing world and business and you're helping people, you know, realize their dreams really. Mm-hmm. That's a really quick summary of all the awesome things. That <laughs> <Yeah. she has. laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like that yeah. notes, but let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, how does that work? That you were like a nurse, and now you're doing. Now you're a business strategist, and you build courses and memberships and websites and things for people. They're like those worlds don't even seem like they collide. Right. You in the sense that I always felt called to love on people, to amplify their voice, take care of them. But being a nurse was not my chosen profession. That was not my path. And I found myself, as I wrote about in the book, in my story, I found myself hands gripping a steering wheel, Mm. pissed off, crying, 
in the car by myself, not spiritual at the time, but heard this voice say to me, stop. I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know what it was, but I slammed on my brakes in that moment. And just as I looked up, a transport truck almost wiped me out. Like Ooh. heard the horn, like, Argh! and I, I swear that probably two seconds felt like 22 years yeah. like in that time. And I realized that I was distracted because what had happened was my phone was going off, text, 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 text. And I thought something happened to my husband or my son. I pulled it out and it was my mom mm. who I hadn't spoken to in almost a year. And we never had a strong relationship because if I didn't do what she said, there was hell to pay. There was going to be a battle. There were going to be words that were going to be said. And that was going to come up here. And that became my internal voice. Yeah. So it was like, do what she wants or fight growing up. I didn't have the knowledge and the experience and the life skills at 5, 10, 15, 17, 18, 20. But I just did what she wanted. I dated who she wanted. I broke up with who she didn't want me to date. I went to, I never wanted to be a nurse. I went to nursing school. It was her dream of me being this noble nurse in the white, you know, scrubs. And at one point she was even like, you should be an army nurse and you should go like fight wow. the army. And I was like, I don't like want to do any of that. <laughs> no, right? Like I don't want to be on the front lines. Like, please God, no, right? And it was in that moment that I realized this woman is controlling not only my life, but now that I'm away from it, because I was living in Canada, here with my husband, had my little guy, was an adult, was doing a whole bunch of stuff, but that voice was still oh, in yeah. my head. And I was like, damn, I gotta, I physically moved away, but I gotta change what's going on up here. And mm -hmm. that was the wake up call where I had like a side hustle business going on. So I was working as a nurse. I started in the health and fitness industry because once I started shedding all those layers with my mom and moved away, I lost over a hundred pounds. Wow. Because I was over like 260 pounds at one point in my life. And then over almost 300 when I was pregnant, like I look back at pictures and I'm like, oh my God. But it wasn't that I was not taking care of myself, not eating. It was the weight and the baggage of the constant stress and strain, the battle that was just going on in my not feeling good enough. And that just mm -hmm. having to people, people pleasing. And I was taking care of, I took on that nurse role in so many areas of my life. I was yeah, taking care of everybody you living, else. You weren't living your life. You were living right. someone else's dream for your life. And so a lot of times in the physical body, when we see someone who has excess weight like that, it's just a manifestation of everything you're carrying inside. And yeah. I was, I carried all my weight in my stomach and I started losing weight. And I, and then of course, you know, I started reading personal development and I started going to healers and I started social workers and talking things out with people. And they're like, your weight is in your tummy because you are stuffing everything down. Like you are not expressing yourself. You are not using your voice. You are not lit. Your body is incongruent because on the inside you feel a certain way, but you're not letting it out. And there's yes. no place for it. Yeah. And that was that moment where 
I was like, what do I really want to do? Like, I am here now. Like, I'm here. Like, stop, break, not wiped out. I'm here. What am I going to do now with this life? And I was like, I'm going to use my voice and I'm going to help other people do the same. And that was- yeah. You were already a mom too at that point, right? Yeah, my little guy was like two, almost two. Yeah, and that gives another uh, source of strength of kind of wanting to live in our own power and be who we really are. Yeah. And we're now in charge of someone else instead of someone else being in charge of us. Mm-hmm. And it was when in Canada we get a year, uh, it's beautiful here, we get a year maternity leave, which I love. Oh, wow. Right? All my friends in the U.S. are like, that's not fair. No, no, no. Right? <laughs> They're actually trying to increase it to a year and a half. And some places in Europe are like three years, long time. But that well, year. I would say if I, I was going to ever get pregnant again, I'd move there. Yeah. But unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not moving there. That was the year that I first opened my business. Uh, the year that I was on mat leave, like when Oliver, my little guy, was a baby, and it was like, you know, feed him, get my workout in, feed him, put him down. That, you know, hour, two hours, sometimes when he was napping even a little bit longer, or 15, 20 minutes when he was napping shorter. Like, that was my time when I built my health and fitness business, and I built my first course, and my first membership, and my first funnel, and all those things that I'm teaching people now. Right. Like, oh my God, like, this is a gift that I get this time to be a mom, but it's also a gift of time to really go, I don't know when this time's gonna come again that I have this moment. I'm gonna make the absolute most of it and get really clear about what I'm building and what I'm doing. Um, and that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And how, just for our listeners, how long ago was this at that moment happened when you were driving? So that was 2013. So what is okay. that? Eight years six ago? And a half, six and a half, seven yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my very first business was in health and fitness. And then okay. about a year and a half ago is when I made the shift fully into business strategy and building. My husband's always been an entrepreneur. He was the one who actually pushed me. Literally, when I got home, like I literally called him after I got wiped out or like almost wiped out. And I was like, I need you to like talk to me on the way home. Like I have 10 minutes to like at home. You just got to get me home. Like something almost happened. And, you know, it was kind of a blessing in disguise because when I got home, like, of course he was like, oh my God. Right. And we were like, oh my God. But then after the, oh my God passed, it was like, oh my God. Like, what yeah. Lisa, like what? Like, take your mother out of it. Take me out of it. Take Oliver out of it. Take everybody else out of it. What do you want to do? And I was like, I want to speak. I want to write, and I want to create assets for people. I want to amplify amplify people's voices. Those are three things I want to do. And here we are, how many years later? Yeah. Best-selling author, building assets. I'm like, that is what I want to do. There is no plan B. Like this just your is vision it. and flu, girl. Yeah, it's a so beautiful thing. good to dive into that. Yeah, to dive a into bit, that, yeah. what that looks like today. The way that you you said, I want to speak. I want to write. I want to amplify people's voices, etc. So, how does that manifest, and what does that look like today? Mm-hmm. So the day to day, I didn't build all these things at once, but I originally started writing because I was like, if I'm going to, I th- I think in a way probably because I was overweight. I'm like, writing is a safe way to start. Cause like speaking and video, people see you. So, you know, again, I think people think it's like, you know, the underdog story where you're like, I get this vision and I go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, where's a safe little place for me to like, where's like a little lily pad that I can maybe like, <laughs> 
And like, that's, like that. you know, that's where I'm going to start. So I was like, Hey, writing is safe. I'm going to write. And um, my, actually my very first book, actually what I have here, I have all my books here, break the mold. Um, this one's not a, a bestseller. This is my own self published. I never actually thought I would ever put this book out. I literally wrote this book. It's like 80 some pages or 50, I lied, 55 pages. Like I'm giving myself more credit than what I wrote. <laughs> and it's literally called break the mold, becoming fit, fierce and fearless in the life you deserve. And I literally was like, I'm just going to write a book. Like I did a, I listened to a podcast episode with Brendan Burchard and who ended up being in his mastermind a few years later and working one-to-one and closely with him. Um, and he was like, everybody in their life should write a personal development book. Cause everybody has a story. Everybody has a message. Everybody has something. And I was like, well, shit, Brian Bouchard said that everybody should do it. So yeah, we do it. <laughs> so I had no idea what I was doing. Like I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't even know how to write. I didn't know how to even put a chapter together. Like I knew nothing. Like Kate is so good who we're in her world right. us through. Like I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to start putting some thoughts on paper and write. So I started with the manuscripts of that and I started with a blog. I was like a blog is a safe way, which obviously the book and the blog then morphed into best-selling books and getting better and writing better. And this is not my best work. It's good. (laughs) But the stuff I write now is like so good, right? Because you look at kind of where you come from and go, wow, like I really evolved as a writer. So yeah, you can't be afraid to be a beginner. Well, and that's the thing. If you never started, you never would have built on it. You would have had nothing to build on and you would have just still been sitting there, maybe still driving to that nurse nursing job, like in the back of your mind, I probably should write a book. Oh, well, and then I'm going to keep going, you know, you know, so yeah, but you took, you took the chance and I think that's important. And you wrote your first book and you're like, Listen, I'm sure it's way better than you're giving yourself credit for. I'm not <laughs> out there. But that, it, it's an attribute that makes you successful. It's like, you know, I want to be better. But you started there. And that's that's the key right there. I think that's really important. It's like our first event that we had. Oh, oh yeah. It's our last yeah. event that we had. And yeah. the growth, right? It's yeah. good to look back. And you can't be afraid to be a beginner. Yeah. It's yeah. okay to be a beginner. That's a good message. Yes. There's like a real to know. Yeah. Okay. Sorry to know where and everything that you've done already from that from day one. Just imagine five years from now, looking uh, back on today. And I'm so glad. Like even when I look at like the cover, like I know I know listeners can't like thing, but like my little guys on there, like is a oh, ball. Yeah. And like I just look at this and I'm like, God, like you know, it's a chronicle almost of your own life and where you go and where you know how you get there, and like it's just. You know, sometimes the things that you don't think in the moment, you're like, yeah, it's cool. I'm doing this and this is huge. But then eight years later, five years later, you look back and go, oh my God, like, look how far I've come. Like, and I see it as a celebration, right? And it's like, it's just huge. And that's how I started everything. You know, speaking, I was like, I'm going to start a podcast because I just want to start practicing getting my voice out there. I want to start practicing getting better I'm gonna have a YouTube show I'm gonna contact all the local entrepreneurial women mompreneur solopreneur fitnesspreneur femalepreneur like every printer group that I could find <laughs> like I'm just gonna go and say hey I have some things I think I can teach about mindset or about online business or about you know speaking or whatever it is would you let me come in and just speak for free I don't want to be paid. I don't want anything. I just want to come and start and and start speaking and sharing. And that was like my practice 
We're now again, you know, fast forward a few years later. Now I'm being paid to speak. Now I'm speaking internationally. Now I'm speaking on stages. But I literally started by just like, where can I just go and do this? Like, where can I get out and just start practicing and going and doing? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how I started with the speaking as well. Yeah. And I think there's a really, really important thing in this story here. Just because she had, like she, being a nurse, you know, that she has her degree. She did the school. She did what she was supposed to, but you, you were brave enough to stop that. And there's so many people that believe that because that's what they're supposed to do, or that's what they were told they have to do. And because they invested the time and the money in one career that you can at any point when you're, if that's what your calling is, take the risk. And you said you did it slowly, you know, and, and like, it doesn't have to be like, oh, you know, I'm going to turn left here and I know I'm not a nurse anymore, but it's okay to change and it's okay to not, you know, I mean, it's not like you took a nursing career. You're like, okay, Hey, I'm just going to step over here a little bit. Like, you're like, no, this is, this is, this is my passion. This is what I'm good at. I'm going to go for it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really important part of your story. It is. And yeah. kudos for you for doing that. Cause yeah. like you said, I mean, not many people listen to those thoughts and really truly go for it and do mm-hmm. it. Put that pen to paper, put, you know, share your thoughts with your husband and say, this is what I want. Yeah. You know, people just put it in the back of their head and they're like, Oh, I'm just going to, you know, whatever. That's it. I'm just going to yeah. keep doing my job. And I mean, to know that if every woman in this world or even guy yeah. went out there and did what their, their passion was or their thoughts, could you just imagine the things that were created in this world? Yeah. You don't know, people go, what if I pick the wrong thing? Or what if that flops? Or what if that fails? Oh, well, how you learn. You don't know the wrong thing. You don't know the right thing until you do the wrong thing. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, when you see, like, oh, or they're like, I, didn't, I don't want to do that anymore. That wasn't, but you have so much knowledge. Like, I'm not doing health and fitness anymore, but I have so much knowledge from building all those things myself and studying from all the mentors to learn how to do that. But even though I'm not doing that anymore, I've now made like a third shift in life. I have all that life experience and all that stuff that I can bring with me. But again, it's, it's, it's never a once and done decision. You can always evolve. You can always grow. You can always change. You can always pivot. And sometimes it's not a full 360. Sometimes it's just a little tilt from what you're right, doing. Yeah. A different way that you do it. But you don't, you don't know that until you you, you set your mind on something and go. If you're always in tucking it away or indecisiveness or you're always doing this cha-cha, you never get anywhere. You got to pick something and just go and you'll figure it out the rest of the way. Absolutely. So we hear about you being a writer. We hear about you being a speaker, but I would like to dive into all of the marketing and types of things that you do like that to help support people who are entrepreneurs now. Yeah. Yeah. So the biggest myth I see or the biggest like trap that people fall into is they think that they just need to keep creating. Mm. We get, you know, we get really jazzed up when we see somebody map out what's called like a product ladder for us, where it's like, you're going to have this freebie and then you're going to create this membership and then you're going to create this course and then your book can go in here and then you're going to have a mastermind then you're going to have a group coaching program and then you can have an event and then boom, you have a million dollars in your bank account. (laughs) (laughs) And we go, Oh, we don't uh, like that, right? And yeah. that's the trap of being a service-led, heart-centered, get shit doneer, creative person is you can get things done, 
you will be good at whatever you put your heart and mind and soul into, and it will make impact in the world. The problem is your audience is confused because they don't know what to know you for. They don't know what you are the expert at. And they're not really sure like what the right next step is for them. You have to lead them and you have to pick a winner because I always say it's not the, that's the how, like the why is why you do it, the impact you want to make, the value that you bring into the world, the course, the membership, the book, the event, the speech, the podcast, the blog, that's the method that you get your message out there. That's the tools in the toolbox. You have to know the process. It's not so much about the end, it's the process that people go through. So looking at, I'm gonna pick one thing, I'm just gonna have my course and I'm gonna work that course for a year. I'm gonna work that course by doing Facebook Lives to get you on my newsletter to selling my course on the newsletter or whatever process you pick, right? I'm gonna go do a live event and I'm gonna offer this thing at the end of the live event. And you're gonna see how many people took it, how many people converted. You're trying to perfect a process to know at what point people go, yeah, I mean, I want that from you. Once you have a process built, you can then adapt that and make that a winner for absolutely anything. And I think the other gap is people overthink it. They think it needs to be some big, thing like people go well, I don't know what to offer people next I'm like do you have to <laughs> tell Amy for yourself so okay so let's say you have your book all you have is your women who rise or women who illuminate all we have is the book right all we have is a book what I did with this is I literally it's I think eight seven or eight chapters and what I literally did eight chapters and what I literally did was I shot eight videos so a video to go with each chapter that was a deep dive that you can either buy the book or the next step would be buy, I made a little mini online course. You can, they're 10 minute videos. So it was like 80 minutes worth of content or for 49 bucks or 79 bucks, you can buy the course that goes along with the book. Or let's say you just have the book. Once a month, I'm gonna go on live and teach on Zoom. It's 99 bucks to get on a live Zoom call with me. Like you have yourself, we forget, we get caught up in the method of delivery. You are the piece that people want. They want your knowledge, they want your perspective, they want your story, so give them you. Don't go and create some new thing, give them you yeah. if that's how you're starting, right? Sometimes you just need to start working with people. You just need to get out of your own head and start serving and start sharing you know, mm -hmm. and I did the same thing with my one main program. I just literally created it. I took the audience I already had and put people in it and I just started running it. And every time I ran it, it got better, better, better. Ran yep. it for a year and a half. But I, you know, and I didn't have any fancy anything in the beginning. I didn't even have a sales page for it. Yep. But just getting the momentum of the first round of people saying, wow, this really helped me. This was so impactful. My friends want to do it the next time. Just getting your feet wet and just serving people, the good that you feel that comes back to you from that, then gives you the momentum to start really think about your process and map things out for the future. You know, mm -hmm. you start, you started, you wrote a book, you made videos to go yeah. with it, you started serving people. And that's an and, important step. And people will tell you what they want. Like, they'll be like, 
hey, you know, I, I got stuck in, can you create, can you give me some more information around healthy eating or inflammatory foods or what to say on a sales video or like people, once you get out there and you get in with people, they'll mm -hmm. tell you what they need to know or where their, their gaps and traps are. And then you go and create something around that. So surveying your people is so huge. I just did that with, I beta launched uh, my 21 day sprint, my burn the rise program. And I noticed that around day 11, people kind of started falling off. And I was like, what's up with that? And then I surveyed people at the end and they were like, oh my God, Lisa, like I could go through this course 300 times. Like it's so good. It's such good content. They're like, we want more time with it. And I'm like, we're going to do this 21 day sprint. And we're, and they, again, I'm like, okay, I realize people don't always run at the pace that I run at. Right. I'm like, yes. so I'm like now I'm like, it's a 21 day course. Go at your own pace. There'll be 21 lessons. You take your time with it. As opposed to it's a 21 day guided group where a lesson drops every day and you're supposed to go in do the lesson comment and lead it like a class. And I was like, Oh, like sometimes you can't see your own blind spots. So you need, right. I was like, okay, people need more time. They want it self-guided and they don't run at the crazy pace that I run at. Good awareness. Now I know how I can tweak it. But again, if I never put it out and I never tweaked it, I would never have that feedback. So you're hundred percent right. You just got to go. Awesome. Yeah. So with all of that excitement, let's talk about where you see yourself in five years like what's 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 down the road for lisa what's what's exciting what's yeah mm. how do we build on all yeah, this exactly I know. <laughs> yes so i see myself in five years with another baby we want to have another kiddo oh, yeah so another baby for sure i want to have a little girl is my whole i'll take another boy because i love i love oliver i love our boy but i'd love to have another girl sometimes i think maybe three is another thing maybe two more kids not sure but definitely one more would be lovely. So definitely another kiddo. And yeah. And hosting my own events. This has kind of been everything I know in business is a five to 10 year plan. And a lot of people don't give themselves that timeline. They want to have it all mastered in a year. And I look at myself in five and 10 year. I look at myself in decades. That's why I got so excited when 2020. I'm like, new decade. I love it. So I always look at five and 10 year plan. And I'm really good at building other people's stuff, but I'm not so good at building my own stuff. So hosting my own events mm. um, and, and well-known events. So couplepreneurs is an area that I want to dabble into. So husband and wives that work together. Uh, Eric and I have a pretty unique dynamic. Um, and it's fun when you can get around other, you know, husband and wives or even just couplepreneur, like sister, sister, mother, daughter, friend, friend, like just people, you know, partners that do stuff in business. We really want to serve that area. And I actually want to be less out there because I'm going to have a little one, like depending on how long it takes, I'm going to have a two-year-old or a three-year-old or maybe a five-year-old if it happens sooner than possible. So really making sure that my online stuff is ticking along because I want to be home. I want to be here. Um, you know, at one point I thought, I am a, you know, international speaker that travels all around, but I don't want to do that forever. Uh, when my babies are young, like even Oliver, even he's little, right? So it's like when babies are little, I want to be mama first. And I think that yeah. you can always return to that. You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah. So my own, my own events here, like in Ancaster, where I live Toronto, my own local events here and my online business just ticking along. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Um, all right. So Lisa, how can our listeners find you? Yeah. So everything is my name. I made it easy. My podcast is the Lisa Pizik show. My website is www.lisapizik.com. Uh, Instagram is lisa.pizik. Uh, Facebook is oh. Lisa Pizik strategist. So you just Google my name and you go on my website. Everything is there. Awesome. Oh, yeah, so awesome. that will all be in the show notes. So um, on on all of our platforms. So, but if you didn't get to catch all that, she does make it easy for you and simple. So you know, I like the simple. Yes, <laughs> Lisa, there was so so many good. Oh, that was really good. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, your growth. I mean, yeah. girlfriend, you should be very proud of yourself. You have done so much, and I only see you doing so much more. Yeah. Yeah, and for our listeners who are thinking about making a change in their life or who are just stepping into the preneur space there was some really good nuggets oh so really good yes yeah i you know i was riding the peloton the other day and the instructor said we're aiming for one percent better every day and i was like yeah yeah, yeah that's my yeah. motto it's like <laughs> that's so true and i think that's truly the piece that got me where i am today i'm like i just stayed consistent and one yeah. percent better every day yes yeah. that's amazing yeah. advice yep Okay, okay, let's get into our do good so segment. So, yeah, so up for that. it's my turn for this. And I knew as soon as I saw the story that it had to be this. <laughs> um, so a woman asked for dog pictures for her nephew with special needs and winds up getting an avalanche of mail. Um, and I don't know who knows this, but I do have a grandson who is nine, eight years old, yes. eight years old, yeah. nine in September, <laughs> um, who is my heart and he has special needs. So this story definitely touched me. Um, so sending dog and cat pictures to stressed out or struggling folks on social media has become an easy way to reach out and show a little love. But when one aunt requested some dog pictures to help make a gift for her nephew's birthday present, she never expected her post to go viral and to be completely inundated with pictures of adorable puppers. Christy Ford's plan was to collect as many pictures of dogs as possible and put them into a book for her dog-loving nephew, Tyler, who has special needs. So she went on social media asking for help. However, after a few days, it became clear that people outside of her immediate circle were sharing photos. People from all over the world were sending pictures and helping Tyler celebrate his birthday. Now her post has been shared thousands of times a small idea took on a life of its own, and now Tyler has his own Facebook page dedicated to his love of dogs. Oh, that's awesome. According to Tyler's mother, Shonda Ford, Tyler was born with a chromosomal condition called Cree Duchat. He struggles with fine and gross motor skills and is in constant pain due to hip dysplasia. He has also been diagnosed with sensory processing disorder. To watch him endure these things, it's, it's going to be hard. <laughs> I thought I could get through this one without crying. I can. <laughs> I can and I will. Watch him endure these things day in and day out, knowing he does not have the ability to verbalize his discomforts and exhaustion makes him nothing less than a hero in my book. Mm. Nonetheless, he continues to show grace to live life to its fullest, braiding each day with that contagious smile on his face. And I very much relate to that because my sweet boy can't verbalize his discomforts either. And boy, mm. the bravery. Yes. But how wonderful. So I don't know if we can put it in the show notes. We can. We can you can yeah. send doggy pictures to Tyler for his Facebook address, page yeah. or for him to have. So we will have that information for you. 
I wish you guys could see the, I mean, if you could look it up too, there was a picture of mail just piled hundreds and hundreds yes. of letters with pictures in it. That yes. was just amazing. All just to make that little boy's day. Yeah. yeah. So wonderful. Yeah. All right, enough crying. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not to the grateful part yet. So, so yeah. Um, yeah, so um, what we do now is we're just going to go around and just uh, either let everyone know what we're grateful for or something we're doing to love on ourselves. So, Lisa, if you would let our listeners know something you're grateful for and how you mm. on yourself. Mm. I am, honestly, I know it sounds so simple, but I'm literally grateful every morning just to wake up. I'm grateful yeah. to be able to wake up, put my feet on the ground, have my mobility, have my health, have my brain, have my heart, and just the ability of another day on this planet is such a gift every single day. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Beautiful. And I think that's something that can be taken for granted. I think everyone is guilty of that. And there are days when I do have that same, not every day, but you know, and I agree that is super important. And yeah. What is something that you are loving yourself that you do to love on yourself? Ooh, so hobby. We never had a hobby. I was like, who has time for hobbies? Like yeah, businesses <laughs> to build and things to do. But our little guy does martial arts and they were literally doing this parent special where they were like, and literally long story short, Oliver was like, mom, are you going to do it? And I was like, <laughs> now I guess I can't say no. So I started doing it. We go Tuesday, Thursday at noon and over lunch hour. And I absolutely love this class. It's physical. It's a workout. It's a little bit of self-defense, which makes me feel so empowered to be able to take care of myself. And it's, and then Eric started going with me. So we now do like family martial arts, but it was something that was kind of inspired by me to go, yeah, we're going to go do this. Like Oliver, put me on the spot. Let's go. And that's like our hobby that we do. And it's a beautiful break. Cause sometimes I'm like, I don't have time to do this. I'm so busy. My to do's I'm caught up. And then I'm like, no, I committed to this hobby. I am going and doing it. And I feel so empowered like after a class. So it's awesome. it. I love it. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm going to say that I'm feeling super grateful for the phase of life that I'm in as strange as it is. Um, having raised three children um, and only one still living at home. So that's kind of a weird feeling. And I, I, would, I don't want to go back. <laughs> I always say I don't want to go back to it. <laughs> and I'm so happy I did it. And it was such a wonderful time. But now there are, you know, two of the children are homeowners and adults and having children of their own. My youngest is traveling for work. There's time where it's just my husband and I. I have a lot of time and space to think about who is Penelope now? What does she want? What does she need in her relationships? What does she need physically? And I know what it's like to wake up every day and every second from the moment you wake up until you collapse into bed at night is consumed with everyone else's needs and wants and desires. And I lived that for years. There's eight years of my oldest and my youngest. Um, so I had children in school for a long time, multiple activities, et cetera. And I have so much time and space now and it was overwhelming at first, but I'm embracing it now. And I'm really very grateful for that gift of time and that I, I had my kids kind of younger and I'm, I'm in that phase that I am now, although being a grandmom at the age I was, was kind of weird, but, um, so I'm just, I'm grateful for time and space that I'm in right now. Awesome. Love I think it. I can offspring a little bit on that as well. Um, I am definitely grateful for the relationship that I have with my husband and my oldest daughter, Alicia. They know just my vision, you know, through, it started last year and into 2020, 
and they know all the things that I really truly want to succeed in this year. And they do everything and anything under the sun to allow me to have that time for myself, yeah. especially with, you know, either doing videos or, you know, running to the gym because I need that moment to yeah. myself, but they have truly stepped up and I am beyond grateful for both of them. And then in loving myself, I have always wanted to kind of dig a little bit more deeper into meditating. I always say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I really have been finding myself kind of doing it a little bit in the shower. Like it's my, it's my time. And I always talk about your the time shower. In that phase of life. Cause yeah. that's your own, like, I know. That is yeah. my time. I mean, there's always kids trying yeah. to open that door, but it's like, <laughs> and you know me, I have my crayon in there. So I'm thinking, but literally I'm like, I'm in there and I'm like brushing off everything with my body. I close my eyes. I've got like a light above me. So I feel like that's my light shining on me. And I'm just, I'm breathing through it and I'm just allowing things to come to me. And lately things have been coming to me. And I've shared both Listen, of you. You need to work with mamas because yeah. for a mama with two under two yeah. and a three-year-old yes. and a four-year-old, a four-year-old yeah. and a 20-year-old um, to find the time to go to the gym, to find the time to take a shower, meditate, to find the time to run a business, you know, et cetera, is pretty incredible. If so, I don't show up for me, I'm not showing up for yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, there's moments where I'm pulling my hair out of my head or actually Hudson's probably doing it for me <laughs> because that's his favorite thing. <laughs> I, it's a requirement. It yeah. is just yeah. a requirement. Yep. I, yeah. I can't. It's wonderful. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah, Um. so for me, I just, I am, I don't know why this is so much. So I'm very grateful for my family. We've had some rough, it's been awesome. There's been so many good things, Um. but we've had some rough times. And I think sometimes I hear myself talking and it sounds like I'm not grateful, but I am grateful for each of and every one of them. Um. But that's all. That's all. Very Even though sometimes they can drive you crazy. They drive me yes. crazy every yeah. day, every day. But it seems like I just really need to remember that, that I prayed for this. Yes. Yes. Oh, the that's like a message too right now. <laughs> the series. Yeah. 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 So I prayed for this. So I just have to remember remind myself. Yes. That's wonderful. Yep. Okay. Well, thank you for playing along with yes, us, Lisa. Lisa that yeah. was great. Thank you. That you, you gave our listeners a lot. I, I really, that was awesome. Thank you. And we love you. Ah, well, I love you guys too. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you would like to stay in contact with us, you can find us on our Instagram page at Inspired Purpose Coaching, or you can find us on Facebook at Inspired Purpose Coaching as well. Or you can reach out to us via email, inspiredpurposecoaching at gmail.com. And if you like what we've been up to here on the Inspired Purpose Podcast and you're enjoying these episodes, please feel free to hit subscribe, uh, give us a five-star review, and any podcast love that you want to give us, um, we appreciate it. Let's, Let's rise, rise together. together.